0: Let's get it going on the Lockdown Royals Podcast on the On Podcast Network. Your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S T I L E S. On today's show, I want to talk about the awards and voting on the awards. We did this preseason. Now we have the actual finalists for every single award, and I want to talk about them today because I think that we should just cast our ballot for the AL and the NL side of things and see how many we can predict All right, right. I thought it was funny that uh, you know the White Sox had to send a congratulations to Rick Renteria for being a finalist for Manager of the Year Oh, by the way, he has since been fired, so I thought that was kind of uh, funny, but we can start in the NL today and see if we can get through both the NL and the AL. In the NL, we have NL finalists for the MVP, Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Manny Machado. Mookie Betts is the 2018 AL MVP award winner. He was amazing for the Dodgers this year. Uh, he had a slash line of 2.92 3.66 5.62 with 16 homers and 10 stolen bases. Freddie Freeman has been awesome as well. No MVP for him uh, in his past career, uh, but now uh, he was awesome for the for the Braves. With a uh, 341 average and 13 home runs, and he had 23 doubles and 53 RBIs. And then, of course, Minnie Machado, who was heavily involved with that Padres lineup. That was so. So fun to watch. The Padres are probably the best team in baseball this year in the sense of watchability. Obviously, not the sense of just, like, pure talent and pure, like, good baseball teams. But in terms of watchability, like, you have the the flashy young stars, you have the exciting young players, you have the good players, and you have some good storylines to follow, Outside of the Royals, they were my favorite team to watch. Obviously, you're always going to love to watch your favorite team. But outside of your own favorite team, I thought they were the most watchable baseball team. You can turn them on at any time against anyone and have an enjoyable experience watching them play. Machado was a big part of that. So I want to talk about this MVP race here because I do think that this award should go to Freddie Freeman. I I do. And I'm not actually sure when the ballots had to be in by. If the ballots had to be in by the postseason, I think that Freeman runs away with it going away. I think that Freeman is the MVP, and it's without question. Uh, That's the way that all awards should be done. The NBA does it that way. Uh, But if the ballots didn't have to get turned in until this week or next week uh, before the announcement comes, um, I I think that Betts will have a good shot because of what we saw him do in the World Series. It's just... Awesome that he had that great postseason run, but I think of this as a a regular season award, and so I will give it to Freddie Freeman if I had a vote. Uh, And so you move on now to the AL MVP race. Um, You have Jose Abreu, DJ LeMahieu, and Jose Ramirez. Abreu and Ramirez are from the AL Central. Abreu with the White Sox, Ramirez with the Indians and DJ LeMahieu, of course, the Yankees' second baseman. Abreu was the 2014 AL Rookie of the Year and is trying to add the MVP trophy this season. He led the AL in both hits in slugging percentage. Uh, he had a great year at the plate, driving in 60 runs and getting 148 total bases. 19 home runs was second to only Luke Voigt, who, who led all of baseball with 22 home runs. LeMahieu was awesome, fourth in MVP voting uh, in 2019. Uh, and so he's back again as a finalist today uh, for this season's award. Uh, he had a 364 batting average, which, of course, led Major League Baseball. And he had an OBP of 421, OPS of 1.011. And then Jose Ramirez had back-to-back third place finishes for the MVP award in 17 and 18 Ramirez took a step back in 19, but he's back again in 2020 where he had a career best nine, nine, three OPS, 17 homers, 10 stolen bases in this wacky 60 game season. And so for the AL MVP, I have to go with DJ LeMahieu. I mean, the guy was hitting 400 for a lot of this season. He was Awesome for that Yankees lineup and, and a lineup that really needed him, uh, uh really, uh, uh, you know, they had, they dealt with some injuries as they always have for the last couple of years. He was a massive part in that. So, you, so you love to see that, uh, from him. And I think that he is the most valuable player to that Yankees lineup. And uh, I think that that lineup was just totally different with and without LeMahieu who dealt with injuries in his own right. Uh, so give me LeMahieu. Uh, he was one of my best fantasy performers as well. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, I think he wins the MVP. Cy Young, uh, AL finalist, you have Shane Bieber, Kente Maeda, and hinjin Ryu. Look, Shane Bieber, li- li- there's no point to even talk about the rest of the guys. Maeda, good season. Hengen Ryu, great season for the for the Toronto Blue Jays. A- a- and really, um, I want to give a credit, though. I, I, so I said don't talk about those guys, but I, but I will. I want to give a credit to Ryu because I looked at that signing with Toronto, and I thought, hmm, you know, this looks like a team in Toronto – that is going too fast too soon, right? They had a great young core, and now they're, it seemed like they were just spending money to spend money after a few uh, injury concerns with the uh, Dodgers. But he, he goes in there and he leads the majors with a 2.32 ERA. Uh, he was awesome in Toronto. And that's no that's no slouch of an ERA. I mean, of course it's not because it led the majors, but you no, know, a sub-3 ERA in general is great. But put into context, he was not facing the the Royals lineup. He was not facing the Tigers lineup. He was not facing any of those lineups. He was facing the Rays, the Yankees. I mean, he was facing all these East Region teams. Go ahead and add that as a token uh, to his side. But still, I just cannot get past electing Bieber as the Cy Young winner uh, in the in the, uh AL side of things. Cy Young, I think, is just the most clear cut for both leagues, though. NL, you have Trevor Bauer, you have Yu Darvish, and you have uh, Jacob DeGrom. After the break, I'm going to tell you who I have winning the NL, uh, Cy Young. And we're back on the Lockdown Royals podcast, a part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I. LES. The NL Cy Young Award finalists, again, Trevor Bauer, Yu Darvish, and Jacob DeGrom. Amazing bounce-back year from Yu Darvish. Obviously, Jacob DeGrom is one of the best pitchers we've ever seen in this generation. But Trevor Bauer was lights out. I mean, this guy was awesome in Cincinnati. He is going to be a fun free agent to follow, and I think he's going to have a very transparent free agency process with his YouTube channel, with his active Twitter account. Love him or hate him, this guy is giving you unprecedented access to to behind the scenes in baseball, so you have to enjoy that at least a little bit. Uh, so then we move on here now to uh, the fact of what he did this season, which was two and five with a uh, with. Oh no, I'm sorry. That was what, that was what he did in 2018 after the trade. Uh, but this year he led the NL with with, with an ERA. Uh, 1.73. He struck out 100 batters over 73 innings, and he allowed one earned run uh, on fewer or fewer than eight hits in 11 of his starts. Uh, he he was awesome. He struck out 14 batters in four of those starts. He had the swagger off the mound, strutting off the mound. He had the back and forth. The Kuna, after the postseason a matchup with the Braves, uh, so he did bring some energy to the baseball and some energy and some. Uh, Headlines to baseball as well for good or bad reasons, depending on how you view Trevor Bauer. But I do think that he pitched well enough and should win the Cy Young Award. But but no slouch either, of course, or DeGrom or Darvish. Uh, but the Rookie of the Year Award, the you NL know, finalist, Jake Cronworth, to me is the guy. But there's also Alec Bohm of the um, Phillies and Devin Williams of the Brewers. But give me Cronworth. I mean, he was amazing for the Padres. He had a ridiculous slash line of 356, 411. And 624, 16 of his 36 hits were extra bases, four home runs, three triples, and nine doubles. Um, of course, he did have that that dip down a little bit at the very end of the season. But worth was awesome for the Padres. Go listen to Lockdown, Lockdown Padres. He was awesome. They were a fun team. AL uh, finalist Luis, Luis Robert, um, Christian Javier from the Astros, and Kyle Lewis from the uh um, Mariners, I almost call them the Supersonics, my bad. But uh, to me, it comes down to the two out West. I got Christian Javier for the Astros and Kyle Lewis for the Mariners. I'm going to go with Javier because I think that he really stepped up in the absence of, of Garrett Cole going to New York, in the absence of Justin Verlander with that injury that will cost him this season and the upcoming season As for a 23-year-old to go into a situation where the Houston Astros had a ton of um Postseason aspirations and also a ton of adversity. Again, adversity caused by themselves and, and, and on their own. But he was not a part of that, and he had to step in uh, and still um, contribute to that team. And he was awesome. I mean, 23 years old, righty. He he was uh, five and two with a 3.48 ERA, 0.99 WHIP, and 12 appearances, including 10 of those starts for him. So I really like that pick uh, for the Rookie of the Year in the AL Manager of the Year. Bit awkward, right? I mean, on the one hand you have Ricker and Theria from the White Sox who got fired. On the other hand, you have Kevin Cash who now uh, sitting a couple of, you know a couple days removed from the World Series in which he looked like an absolute buffoon pulling Blake Snell. And then also, oh by the way, you have Charlie Mentoria uh, from the uh, Blue Jays. I'm still going with Kevin Cash. He's still the best manager in baseball, even with that just god awful mistake he made. In the World Series. The NL finalist, of course, Don Mattingly, uh, David Ross, and Trace Tingler from the uh, Padres. You know, I have to say it's Mattingly, uh, not because I think he's a great manager, you know, X's and O's wise, managing a bullpen wise, none of that. Uh, but I give it to him because of the off-the-field stuff. Nothing he did on the field. Still awesome that the moment's going to the postseason. That's all great. But keeping that team together after they were the first team to face the backlash, they're the first team to have the COVID outbreaks. You keep that squad together. You you keep them galvanized together. And you have them pushing forward. And you have them trying uh, to stay together and win baseball games, which they did, and make the postseason. I give him my vote, even though I do not think he's a very good manager. In general. Um, so that's how the voting ends there. On tomorrow's show, we can talk about the free agents I want to see Kansas City go after. We can talk about the Gold Glove Award winners. I can pick out my lineup of Gold Glove Award winners, which should include a few Kansas City Royals. Let me know what you think about these picks. Who would you pick uh, for the Gold Glove team? Who would you pick for the MVP, Cy Young, Manager of the Year, all that fun stuff. Let me know your award picks. By the way, it is election day. Nothing political except for go vote. I don't think that that should be politicized. Just go vote. Don't care who you vote for. Just go vote. Express your views politely uh, and, and at the polls, which is the most important part. And if you listen to this podcast while you're waiting in those long lines, let me know. Just say, hey, Thanks for spending you know, 15 minutes of talking about random baseball stuff uh, to allow the time to pass a lot quicker in these lines to go vote. But please vote. Um, again, we'll be here every single day talking baseball to give you a little escape from whatever's happening in your life, whether that is uh, political or not. It'll still be here talking baseball. The best we can in this offseason, which is slow turning so far and sadly will continue to be slow turning this offseason. So let me know what you guys are interested in here. We can go back and relive the 2015 World Series as, as I see a ton of people doing on Twitter this week as it was the anniversary, the five year anniversary since the World Series. Too soon, by the way, for an anniversary, you think? I mean... Uh, we kind of all remember it. It was only five years ago. I don't think we need a, a big party. But if you guys want a big party for it, let's do, let's do it. Let's have a big party for it. But I just feel like we kind of all know the memories. That It's not like we've forgotten anything or it's not like there's a generation who since does not remember it. But, hey, if you guys want to relive the 2015 World Series, I'm here for it. And we can have a whole week on this podcast reliving the 2015 World Series. So let me know what you guys want to hear. Let me know if you uh, voted let me know who you vote for, not in the not in the presidential election. Please don't do that. Just tell me who you voted for in the MLB awards category. Who are you voting for with the AL MVP? Most importantly to me, um, I think that that one is pretty interesting. And I also want to know the manager of the year, because we don't have the same rules that the writers do. We can vote anytime we want to. Do If you could vote today for the AL manager of the year, would you give it to the guy that got fired? Would you give it to the guy who made the one of the worst decisions ever in, in, in World Series history? Or would you give it to the guy who really didn't do all too much, but he did sneak into the postseason in a 60-game season with a young Blue Jay squad? So who who is going to get your vote for the manager of the year? Who do you want to win manager of the year in the AL side of things? I think that that is probably uh, the most interesting race in general, but I know that a lot of people don't care about managers. They care about players. So, of course, that's not the... Overarching topic right now in the baseball world, but I do think it's funny. Like, when, what's find me a more awkward AL manager award than a guy who's been fired, a guy who's a laughing stock of baseball right now, and then just some random, random old guy that, that got him into the postseason for the first time in a while uh, and got this young, young core in Toronto in the postseason. Anyway, back all throughout the week on Lockdown Royals. Be good and be good to one another.